Thank you and welcome to this podcast. This is Coding Talks with myself Vishnu Vijay. Coding Talks is a podcast which features wide range of programming topics and in each episode we will be looking on some particular programming topics. Whether you are new to programming or an experienced programmer, this uh, podcast will help you to make you a better programmer. The podcast will be available on all leading podcast platforms such as Spotify or Apple Music or iTunes feel free to listen and all the opinions that i expressed through this podcast are purely personal and do not represent any of the employer's view in any way with that let's start the podcast today we are going to discuss about some of the cyber security concept this uh, cyber security concept if you understand it will help you to make effective better software because cyber security is one of the underrated concept which are which many of the software developers are not much aware of so if you understand that and if you make your um softwares in compliance with that particular cyber security concept then that will be a good decision So first I will explain some of the main uh, ways by which the cyber security attacks are happening and this topics will be helpful not only just for the software developer but it is equally applies for anyone who is connected to internet and anyone who is inter- using internet at general so you know even if you are not a software developer if even if you are still a lay person you may sometimes log in to the internet banking or somewhere and if you use such way still the these topics much will be helpful to you for getting an understanding about how these attacks are happening so i will try to present from an organization perspective but it equally applies for the individual developer or individual system as well so feel free to listen and first we can look into what are the common ways by which an attacker will try to attack a particular organization or a uh, kind of or even a single system so if your system is connected to internet uh, attacker will first check whether if your um, particular server or the system or the particular uh, system in a organization is falls under either of these five categories so i will explain these five categories in detail first i will go through a brief about each of these categories so if the if any of the system in your organization or if any of the server falls under this category then attacker find it very easily to um, attack that particular software so this are based on the research trends that happened from 2001 to till date that is today the recording date is as of 24th october 2020 so a lot of uh, cyber attacks and uh, malicious software are increasing day by day and different firms like uh, the giants like uh, google microsoft and gartner they do lot of researches based on these security attacks and they they came with a certain trends and they came with uh, some of the ideas that how these attackers are attacking a particular system so attackers first look into um, whether your system is um, 
falls under either of these five categories so first category is whether your system is uh, has any vulnerabilities or from the perspective of that research uh, all the unpatched vulnerable systems are prone to attack that means every software has its associated vulnerabilities whether your operating system windows mac or linux it has its vulnerabilities uh, we often hear that mac system is perfect from vulnerabilities and it's more secure that may be true but still every system has its own vulnerabilities so how can you identify all those vulnerabilities is if you go into the um, national vulnerability database or nvds so this is the information which the security analyst used to gain information about vulnerability of a software so if you are a laptop owner and if you are uh, having a windows system operating system if you go into that particular nvd national uh, their vulnerability database you will get a kind of list about the different vulnerabilities that windows operating system has similar way you can find vulnerabilities for mac os or linux as well so that is the trusted source where you can rely upon nvd keep in mind that nvd is not fully perfect and it's not a full listing but uh, it is the source by which we are relaying that information so every day new and new vulnerabilities are reported and nvd tracks each of these vulnerabilities and made it as a listing so that we can rely upon so once the list vulnerability is listed in the uh, particular nvd database the associated vendor whether the makers of that software will release a patch and if we apply that patch that vulnerability will be removed so that patch updation or patch releasing will be a slow process because once a vulnerability is reported that associated vendor will try to patch that particular vulnerability so for that they have to do different kinds of testing they have to make sure that exist existing functionality is not affected so it will take some time for the uh, test uh, soft patch to came out so we need to wait in some cases and once that update is available we need to patch mostly the patching is happen through update so those of you who using a windows system or linux system or mac you know that periodically that particular vendor like microsoft or apple or linux releases different kinds of updates and if you install those updates that is a kind of patch if you look into detail about each of the these patches or the each of these updates you can see that lot of vulnerabilities are fixed through that particular updates so make it mandatory to update uh, your operating system or your even the software or the browser so in the case of browsers there are different kinds of browsers like the um, google chrome or mozilla firefox or internet explorer or edge or whatever so vulnerabilities are common there in the browsers as well so uh, different kinds of vendors uh, each um kind of frequently roll out updates man make sure you update those as well um we just talked about the different kinds of operating system and if you are having a mobile uh, like ios or android those mobile also uh, will be having vulnerabilities and the uh, patches will be released by different software vendors so make sure to update those as well so such kinds of uh, vulnerability patch can fix vulnerabilities up to a level so in the absence of that the attackers will directly attack the particular 
um uh, software or particular system so in the case of an individual developer if you are having a individual system or if you are an individual freelancer maybe your system and the um server in which you are deploying your software may be the systems you are dealing with so you have to make sure your system and that particular system should be free from the vulnerabilities Uh, but in the case of an organization there will be involved lot of systems like lot of vms lot of different systems a lot of uh, digital assets uh, softwares so make sure the um, associated person for in the case of an organization there will be a person responsible for doing all these things called the chief information security officer and he will be in charge of identifying all these different kinds of assets that a particular organization has he will uh, discuss uh, that particular uh, valuable assets with the organization uh, management and make a list of it then correlate that with the vulnerabilities that already there in the databases like nvd or cve and then what they do is they prepare a list so that the important patches should be updated as uh, is as soon as possible so they will formulate a plan and then they will pros- uh, do the process accordingly so that person is responsible for uh, all the activities in an organization in the case of individual developers or individual freelancers uh, that will be the responsibility of that particular person as well so there won't be a role like uh, uh, this chief information security officer or something like that in the case of a small firms or the smaller organization so uh, that will be uh, but still you have to take care of all these things because once an attack happens then everything will be compromised and it will be difficult to recover so this should be considered while developing a software so we have um, gone through the kind of uh, one reason how the um, attackers are attacking a system that is the vulnerability of the software itself uh in the case uh, of individual developers and freelancers uh, but or individual owners of laptop or system what they can do is they can regularly update their system whether they their mobile or their system they should regularly update to make it free from all vulnerabilities in in addition to that for the organization level there will be a separate person responsible for doing this activity and he will be having additional challenges means they are involved a lot of system and uh, he need to audit the different system and do patching and uh, need to also inform the top management about some of the systems which are not patched as well some of the legacy systems or legacy os which are not which the vendors are not providing any updates so those are kind of the legacy servers or legacy system either they have to be abandoned or uh, if they are not uh, properly abandoned uh, necessary measures should be taken care of to ensure that security is not affected because all the systems that are part of an organization will be an entry point for the attackers to attack so every system involved in an organization you need to uh, as a ciso person you need to take charge of and uh, listing all the uh, assets and make the patches uh, uh, updated there 
then in the case of organization where the bring your own device scenarios are encouraged so that is a new way of working by which the employers can use their system their mobile or their laptop to connect to organization assets so in the such cases there will be a bit challenge for the um, ciso person because uh, it will be difficult for him to ensure every system that is connected to the organization because many of the systems will be the bring your own device systems that will be the person's individual systems but uh, security is also important so make sure that necessary measures are taken so one example is some of the organizations uh, when they allow a person to connect their own device to the office system they make it a point to connect through either of a vpn or through a particular port or uh, or uh, in other way they make it a mandatory rule that their the individuals operating system or software should be updated to such and such version and then only the connection will be uh, allowed to connect so such way you can also ensure and uh, you, um, uh, and another way is to do enhanced monitoring for that particular when this means by installing a particular software or something in that particular machine and track all the activities going on there so that can ensure that there won't be any um issues happening through the allowing of such system so th- that will be a bit challenging uh, in the case of uh, the bring your own device scenarios but um that can also be handled because that is the way by which the organizations are going forward then the another reason how the attackers attack the system it's not a reason another um, uh, it can be considered as an another loophole yeah a kind of a loophole by which the attackers attack a particular organization system is through the misconfigurations or uh, some of the wrong configurations in the software system for example when we install a operating system or some server softwares there will be some or default settings that the vendor provides so if we are unaware of that default settings and its implication and if we leave that default setting as it is imagine if uh, you are installing an uh, software and that software is allowing everyone to login and that will be the default settings and if you don't change that particular settings that means an attacker can easily enter to the organization through such default settings so this uh, security configuration should be periodically reviewed analyzed and acted upon so do not leave the default as it is because it will make the uh, it will it will be helpful for the attacker to attack the system so make sure that uh, all the configurations are proper and you should also periodically review that so periodically reviewing all the systems is bit challenge for the security experts because there will be lot of systems daily releasing and lot of cloud systems daily updating and so on um, in the say case of testing scenarios where some of the new environments are um, created at the time of testing and it will be removed after the testing is over so evaluating each and every environment will be a bit trickier but in the case of 
uh, if you are using script or automated scripts to track that things and to scan through entire uh, set of softwares periodically and to report any deviations then those things can be easily handled so that is one of the uh, helpful ways which the cloud provides so cloud provides kind of automation like the azure automation where you can employ scripts that can scan through the different software areas and can report all those things so that will be uh, helpful if you if you are ever uh, you are having your different assets in cloud but if you are a non cloud user and you have an on premise system still you have to um, equally apply a related kind of monitoring system where it will scan through the different kinds of configurations periodically and report any of the misconfigurations as soon as possible not only it should report it should also take remedial measures or a kind of a correction thing so that way we can um, we can prevent the attackers to enter into the system then other f- easier way for the attackers to attack is if the users or the employers in a employees in an organization are using uh, stolen or weak password weak passwords are preferred by majority of people the one reason why they choose the weak password is uh, the for is their convenience because if they can remember an easy to understand password for example if a person has a name usually they should add their name followed by one or two number and they they will make it as a password so such kind of passwords are easier to guess another kind of easier to remember password are like the admin123 or password123 and those kind of uh, passwords are very dangerous to use because if you use such kind of password then anyone can uh, guess such passwords and log into your system once they log into your system you they will get access to all the related informations you have and they will do the next round of attack so make sure always you say weak uh, strong password sorry uh, strong password and uh, when you are developing an application make sure that the software should enforce certain strong policies for example in the case of the uh, server systems like windows server or linux server if you provide a weak password the uh, operating system itself will uh, warn you that you should definitely select a strong password similar way when you are developing an application uh, or like a website or some registration area uh, like the new account user registration uh, make sure that you uh, enforce all the rules for password policy rules there in the case of organization the person responsible for uh, managing this thing is called the uh, ciso or the chief information security officer so he should uh, discuss these things with all the related security personnel and should provide a password uh, say a policy in place in organization so that all the softwares which are developed through that organization or the all the or all the employees who are using the different system should be mandatory to use that particular password policy so there are ways by which you can enforce these things uh, in an organization and this will prevent the weak uh, password the uh, even if your password is not weak and even if you are using a strong password still there are chances for uh, the threat because um, the attackers they have specialized systems 
which can generate the complex uh, patterns within a limited time through this advanced capability of gpu and different kinds of cracking softwares so what this means is that even if you are using a strong password still you are not safe so in addition to a strong password you should also as a software developer or from an organization perspective you should always use uh, multi factor authentication as well so that provides an additional layer of security on top of the normal login when you you normally would see this in action when you are using a banking site like when you you log into the banking site they will send you a token to your uh, registered mobile device and you have to provide that token into their website only then you can log in so such kind of second uh, factor authentication or multi factor authentication are definitely helpful and certificates can also helpful to some extent so uh, so always employ so many of the new sites and softwares that are coming up are already using such kinds of uh, multi factor authentication and that can surely help then um in the case of moving to cloud then there are different kinds of identity and access management systems like the iam which you can um uh, take advantage of and if you embed that or include or integrate that into your um, software systems then it will surely help for and uh, it provide a better security then uh, attackers is another kind of tactics called the social engineering so this is a way by which and the attackers misguide the software users or employers to do certain actions and they trick the users into making poor trust decisions so once they do that they will get more access into the system so one example you could see is uh, the attacker may send a list of uh, wrong emails to a certain department users like the finance department and urging them to click on some some particular link or some particular area so when once they do that what happens next is the attacker will get more access to their system and once they get more access into their system then they do the rest of attack so to uh, they use a combination of different tools like uh, trojan the malware different malware sites viruses and they use a combination along with the social engineering system and if that particular system is not patched and it has a security uh, misconfiguration uh, it has a configuration issue or as we discussed earlier or it has a vulnerability associated with any of the software then that will be uh, very easy for the attacker to directly attack that particular system using the social engineering so social engineering is uh, one of the widely used method by the attackers so how can we prevent social engineering is by educating the software users or um, the uh, uh, employees in an organization about the impact of social engineering and how the attackers are using social engineering so once they aware of the tactics which the uh, attackers use then normally they wouldn't reply to such a kind of email or they won't click on such links as that attacker suggest um on trend of this is um, on trend of this training is what you can see daily in your sms in the mobile so you can if you look into that uh, you could see that lot of 
emails are sent by the banks and other internet portal uh, internet portal um, organization to their users saying that uh, they shouldn't click on any links or they shouldn't reply on any of the emails uh, and they should not provide any password to unknown sources or anything so such kind of trainings are uh, um, sms based trainings are also helpful uh, for the um, uh, software users to stay away from the social engineering tactics then there are certain kinds of insider threats which are used by the attackers insider threats in the sense there are uh, a certain kinds of person inside an organization who deal with the system and the system admins or the uh, they have special privileges to the particular part of an organization and if they make a wrong decision or if they are not trustable then they will surely help the attackers to get access into the system another thing is that uh, sometimes if a security staff is not available and if they delegate that particular role to someone temporarily uh, maybe for a day or two and if that delegated staff do their actions in a wrong way that can also uh, help the attacker to get into the system so such kind of prevention methods should be in place so these are the roles of the um, uh, these are the responsibilities of a chief information security officer so that he should aware of all these things and should uh, make policies effective in place such as correct allocation of duty to respective individuals and only uh, respective individuals should be allowed into a certain area of your organization and others are not uh, so th- such kind of um, policies in place will helpful in the uh, cyber security then uh, another one interesting technologies available as they are called the deception technology where the um, where an organization provides attackers a vulnerable system with a secret alarm so such secret alarm will inform the security professionals or everyone about something is going to happen and they can take the preventive action so that you can search about that technology in internet about you can search like in a deception technology and that will provide a um, good deal of information so on um, challenge of in implementing this kind of deception technology is that the implementation should be confidential and should be uh, should be uh, known to only to certain individuals other otherwise uh, the the secret will be leaked out and the attackers may not do uh, or, or or attackers may deceive us in a different way so the implementation of deception technology should be um confidential uh, why this attackers are doing this kind of different activities is uh, maybe due to different reasons so you can check out the different attacks that are happened earlier you can uh, search about the different uh, software attacks that already happened and if you research a bit you can understand about that and those Uh, things are all available in internet so many of the categories of such um, reasons are uh, when i look in into i have seen that some of the things is like uh, some do it as a form of 
um interest I means they want to show that they are small more smarter than even the organization and they want to prove their uh, or show their uh, skills so that is one reason then the next set of uh, thing is to influence the elections so using the cultural manipulation and the information warfare uh, to help the nations to achieve for foreign policy objectives or different things so for th- that purpose they will use this kind of activities and some uh, some form of organization uh, want their want to uh, or some do it as a kind of uh, enemy to some other organization so that way also they will do so these are different kinds of mo- motivations or tactics which the attackers uh, do these kinds of activities so from the perspective of a chief information security officer or the person who responsible for guarding the security of an organization Uh, whatever message measures he should take it should support the business as well so if he takes some policies and it's uh, shouldn't sub uh, should not support the business then it will be difficult for him to implement that and he should also confirm the senior executive and board members with these kind of security measures he planning to take and uh, what are the implications in the absence of such policies and everything sh- he should be able to communicate so that's a bit t- trickier uh, Uh, role because uh, he should be able to uh, he should be able to uh, understand everything everyone with these kind of things and only then a effective security measure will be in place so i hope you will get to understand about the different kinds of um, um security concept and the ways by which the attackers are attacking the system different kinds of categories of reasons by which which help the attackers to enter into a system or an organization systems so they use different kinds of software as i pointed earlier they use different kinds of software for this purpose one of the kinds of software they use is called the cracking software where they easily identify the combinations and the passwords so those particular softwares have uh, high power processing and they will uh, through the utilization of gpu and high processors they will uh, generate the random passwords in within a couple of seconds and those passwords can be used to enter into the system but if you provide the multi factor authentication with your software then the attackers may not be for the attackers it may not be easier to enter into the particular software in addition to the social engineering as we discussed earlier there are certain other tools which uh, they use like the on cracking software as i mentioned then we trojan we also mentioned then there are virus like the malware worms ransomware so a few years back uh, hope you have heard the term ransomware a lot means ransomware is a kind of uh, this malicious script which uh, which what it does is if you have a file in your system this ransomware will directly attack that particular folder or file and when you try to open the file it will show a warning that uh, if you want to view the details about that particular file you have to pay uh, such and such uh, money to this uh, this uh, this account or something and only then they will be allowed to enter into the um, uh, allowed you to view that particular file so you are kind of a lockdown 
way and you will not be allowed to view that particular file or particular device in that way so ransomware are uh, affected almost everywhere uh, you can search about that then there are virus then there are browser modifiers which modify the browsers when you install a particular kind of software make sure that you are not installing any of the correlated softwares along with it so while installing the usual trend is everyone go next 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 and install something and uh, stop so that is fine with the case of the um, uh, uh, trustable software like uh, um, the which the companies like microsoft or apple or google releases so you can straight away click and install but some other forms of software whether you are installing that in your mobile or in your system make sure that you are going each step in detail and you have to understand that uh, make sure that only the required softwares are installed some of the shareware softwares which you get free from internet while you installing that software uh, often what happens is they install a form of malicious script behind the scenes and such script will directly work behind uh, will work uh, that such kind of stress scripts will be also installed along with your software you may not be aware about that but what happens is this script will work behind the scene and it helps the attacker to enter into your system sometimes it may be uh, for a different purpose may, like such kind of system may uh, use for showing some kind of advertisement or something but sometimes the uh, reason for installing such kind of malicious script in your system without your uh, without you are even aware of is the main reason is uh, want to steal information and uh, or uh, they want to do a direct attack of the system so that way uh, you have to be very careful while installing a system so different kinds of softwares are there so if you as if you are an individual person or if you are have an individual laptop or system or even if you are part of an organization while installing the software make sure that it's a trustable software in the case of organization they might have installed the respective antivirus or a prevention me- uh, mechanisms there or respective policies there so either you won't be allowed to install such kinds of softwares directly from install uh, internet or if you install that then uh, some kind of monitoring softwares in organization will monitor that and inform the particular uh, respective person so he can uh, take a decision in the case of your individual systems uh, that is your household laptops or somewhere so such kind of uh, monitoring is not there so you are responsible for installing that and you need to make sure that the software you are installing is uh, trustable and everything will be fine Mm. then in addition to that um probably most of the systems will have malware means if you are connecting your usb or something to your system or even if you are downloading something from internet through torrent or something there are chances where uh, the malware uh, can enter into your system some of the malwares are not that much harmful but uh, it will be a good practice to scan with a malware scanner a lot of malware scanners are available where the windows defender is on such malware scanners so such kind of malware scanners can scan your entire system or an antivirus can scan your entire system and remove such malwares in place uh, you have to understand one point here that uh, it's not a foul proof system like a, a, just you install a antivirus or a malware scanner and you can remove entirely the 
malware system because there may be certain malwares that are capable of hiding even if you are installed your antivirus so such kind of um, malwares or virus may not be visible to the antivirus or malware scanners so make it a point that you always use the effective measures as i discussed earlier like the proper patching then the use of strong password then the use of the multi factor authentication so that uh, measures should be given the primer uh, primordial uh, uh, importance so i i have seen a lot of uh, person who are using a weak password and uh, just installing an antivirus and uh, and thinking that everything will be fine so that is not the case because uh, installing an antivirus is not an uh, 100% effective solution it can help up to a certain extent because it uh, the how the database or this ma- and malware scanners work is they have a list of white listing or black listing kind of thing and some of them have using the machine language uh, ability as well uh, machine learning ability as well and how they do is they will do um, some kind of random form of scanning the memories and every areas uh, it you have to understand that the this kind of malicious script are more smarter than this kind of antivirus software so they may be hiding somewhere else in your system which the uh, antivirus or the malicious scanner is not even uh, under, uh, not even aware of about and it will show a false warning that there there won't be any um, issues with your system or no um no uh, no Uh, attacks found or something like that but still there is possibility so make sure that um, you don't go through uh, go to the unwanted sites or the malicious sites as far as possible so for achieving this the browsers have came up with a kind of different technologies already like the uh, in the case of the uh, google there is a um, feature called the safe search and if you turn it on and then google will i hope it will be turned on by default when you install the chrome and uh, by default uh, if you search something uh, through the google it will automatically analyze based on its research behind the scene and then uh, it will uh, notify the user that you should not go to this site and this will be having malicious script in the earlier days uh, we often hear the warnings that you should not go to an http only site and you should always use a https site but uh, now the trend is has much changed because many of the 74% of the malicious sites have already an https and http uh, ssl certificate so um, make sure that you always be careful when you are going to a particular site whether you want to decide whether that particular site is uh, helpful or not or uh, whether it shows any warning or something by that particular browser vendors like this safe search or the in the case of uh, the microsoft edge it's called the smart screen or something and such warnings should you should always be alert on and you should always uh, think about it before going to a particular site so this prevention methods are embedded with the browsers are some kind of helpful and uh, 
there are uh, there is another project called the url host i will uh, spell that he, uh, here like u r l h a u s it's a kind of project by which you can go through and you can check whether a particular site is a part of a malicious site or not so what happens is uh, once you um, enter into this kind of malicious script um, site so some once you are a victim of this kind of attack so certain kinds of attacks can happen like the ddos attack dd os attack or a distributed denial of service attack which had happened to github a few years back so such kind of attacks may uh, directly attack the network system and overburden with the traffic so your daily business will get affected in case if you are part of an organization so the different cloud vendors have already provide some of the uh, distributed denial of ddos protection services such as the uh, amazon um, the cloud front then the microsoft also provides on called the microsoft azure dd dos protected so such uh, ways you can implement uh, such uh, services you can use and integrate with your software so that this kind of um, this kind of uh, attacks uh, will uh, uh, so that this uh, kind of attacks can be prevented so this uh, once you understand these things then the as a person or as a um, person in an organization like the chief Inf- uh, information security officer you can make effective decisions or strategies so there are different kinds of strategies um and you can check that uh, if i going to explain about some of the strategies there will be a lot of such strategies um but you can go away to go to internet and you can learn more about the strategies so such strategies uh, will act like a policy or it's act like a complaints and will be there in place of an organization so they will be the organization will be protected from this kind of things then um, with the advent of cloud computing this kind of uh, strategies are very easier to implement for example earlier i explained about the misconfiguration of security so if you employ uh, or if you uh, use kind of uh, the automation services which the cloud provides you can easily implement different kinds of automation if you are implementing that in your on premise system that is also possible but it will cost you, you a lot more but in the case of the cloud you can easily uh, create a new automation and you can provide the logic and you can check the different areas of your system and then you can scan and gets notified and in cloud there is a provision called the so service called the identity management which can prevent the uh, kind of the weak leaked and stored password issues as well so instead of using uh, some kind of uh, ma- identity management by your own you can use an existing identity management service from the uh, from the uh, cloud vendors and you can integrate that into your software then uh, another area you have to be aware of is while developing this is particularly for the software developers when they develop a software uh, th- uh they often by mistake store the important keys and everything in their code itself for example if you are having a, a software which uh, you, which uh, in which you are reading something from the azure or amazon storage areas uh, 
then often you would have a key and associated username key and a secret key to connect to that particular service and many of the developers by mistake if they are not aware of they uh, store that hard coded in uh, in the configuration file and store it in the um, in the uh, source control system so that is danger because uh, this source control system can be read by anyone and once they get those keys they can connect to that particular area through their own system and they will make uh, issues so the better practice is to use some kind of secret manager like the microsoft azure keyboard which is one of the um, secret manager provided by the uh, azure service uh, and similar to azure there are uh, services provided by google as well called the google cloud secret manager and the aws uh, amazon web services also provide service called the aws as uh, aws secret manager as well uh, so you can uh, also uh, in the case if you are using the containers you can use the docker secret or secret hubs or uh, like the confident and other services so if you use such kinds of things you can easily uh, store the secrets in such areas and you can write code to read the secrets from such area instead of hard coding that in the config file so that will be helpful for you to uh, understandable thing and when you are developing an uh, software make sure that all the security aspects are uh, clear right now i have uh, explained some of the security concept from the perspective of an organization or from a system level perspective from the software level perspective there will be different kinds of things you have to be taken care of like the uh, you can refer the OWASP, owasp uh, top uh, trends and you can identify the different forms of categories of uh, things you should be aware of while developing a software especially if it's a website like the cross scripting or the uh, different kinds of uh, header uh, what you should ensure in the header of a particular request and everything so you can search like uh, OWASP and there is a tool also provided by OWASP which can scan your website and it can provide you some of the suggestions which you can implement to um, uh, enhance your software so the advantage of this kind of tool is that uh, by the uh, by the introduction of this kind of um, new devops technology so certain pro service providers are also uh, already came up with different kinds of uh, devops uh, services like the microsoft azure devops is on one of them and the microsoft uh, the gitlab is another one then the jira uh, the the atlassian has its uh, its own systems like the bamboo and everything so these different uh, providers ha and with the uh, advent of this micro uh, this uh, devops technology you can easily embed uh, you can easily uh, include these steps like the OWASP test or something into your build pipeline itself so whenever you make a change in your software and you release a build so all these particular security areas will be checked as part of the build pipeline and if anything fails uh, that will be notified and you can take remedial actions um, so that is one good aspect of the DevOps where uh, these steps, these uh, checkings and this static analysis can be included within your uh, DevOps uh, build step itself. So uh, you can ensure that uh, these uh, steps will be uh, run 
tested and verified along with your unit test and everything and it will ensure that the all the security measures are in place and it will, will be hell uh, it will make a, a better thing so um related to uh, i have explained mostly this from the con security concept from the uh, perspective of an organization um, from the perspective of an individual person the better thing is to install some form of software and be aware about the different uh, vulnerabilities that are uh, part of the software in which you are using and never try to install any software which you are not uh, uh, aware of and if you think about uh, such things uh, then a certain level of attacks can be prevented in that way so with that uh, i wind up this episode and thank you very much for listening uh, to this episode and all the opinions that i expressed are purely personal and next in next episode we will come up with another topic and present you some understanding so so i hope this um, this uh, podcast will be helpful to you and thank you have a nice day